They sat in the Silver Ridge Estate's private tasting room, around a table with a dozen others, listening to a sommelier expound the virtues of the wines they were about to taste. They learned about the different climates where the grapes were grown, why the region's wind patterns and mix of daytime heat and chilly evenings provided optimum conditions for growing premium grapes. Vale played footsie with Robbie beneath the table, but Robbie kept a stoic face, refusing to give in to her childish playfulness. That is, until she realized she was reaching too far and had been stroking the leg of the graying 50-something man beside Robbie, whose name tag read Bill, Oklahoma. When Bill from Oklahoma turned to face her with a surprised look on his face, Vale realized her error and shaded the same red as the Pinot Noir on the table in front of them. Okay, the sommelier said. We're going to go across the way into our wine cave where we'll talk about the best temperatures for storing our wine. Then we'll do a tasting in a special room of the cave and discuss pairings, what we're about to eat, with which wine, and why before dinner is served. As they rose from the table, Robbie leaned forward to ask the sommelier a question about the delicate color of the pinot. Oklahoma Bill slid beside Vale, but before he could speak, she said, My mistake, buddy. Not gonna happen. Bill seemed to be mulling his options, planning a counterattack, but Vale put an end to any further pursuit by cutting him off with a slow, firm, Don't even think about it. Bill obviously sensed the tightness in her voice and backed away as if she had threatened him physically. Judging by the visible tension in Vale's forearm muscles, that probably wasn't far from the truth. They shuffled through the breezeway of the winery, their tour guide explaining the various sculptures that were set back in alcoves in the walls, and how they had been gathered over the course of five decades, one from each continent. When they passed through the mouth of the wine cave, the drop in temperature was immediately discernible. The cave is a near-constant 55 degrees, which is perfect for storing our reds, the guide said. The group crowded into the side room that extended off the main corridor. One thing about the way we grow our grapes, the woman said. We plant more vines per square foot than your typical winery because we believe in stressing our vines, making them compete for water and nutrients. It forces their roots deeper into the ground and results in smaller fruit, which gives more skin surface area compared to the juice. And since the skin is what gives a red varietal most of its flavor, you can see why our wines are more complex and flavorful. She stopped beside a color-true model of two grapevines that appeared poised to illustrate her point. But before she could continue her explanation, a male guide came from a deeper portion of the cave, ushering another group along toward the exit. He leaned into the female guide's ear and said something. Her eyes widened, then she moved forward, arms splayed wide like an eagle. Okay, everyone, we have to go back into the tasting area for a while. She swallowed hard and cleared her throat, as if there were something caught, then said, I'm terribly sorry for this interruption, but we'll make it worth your while, I promise. Bill caught a glimpse of a husky Hispanic worker who was bringing up the rear. She elbowed Robbie and nodded toward the guy. Something's wrong. Look at his face. She moved against the stream of exiting guests and grabbed the man's arm.